Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Musa Muhammad's Unnamed Podcast. I'm Musa Muhammad. Pardon me if the audio sounds a little different. I recently got some new equipment that if I took on a bus with my skin color, it would look like I'm about to blow it up. Um, I've been thinking a lot about um, addiction recently, and I think about addiction uh, that you say in program, whether it's MA or NA or AA, it's, uh, it's that you, once you're an addict, you're always an addict. So once you're addicted to one thing, your whole thing is transferring your addiction to something else. And some people might be working out, some people it might be alcohol, some people it might be some other self-destructive thing. Then working out isn't self-destructive. But for me, it's starting to become healthy eating. And I'm getting obsessed with what is the best nut for you? Should I eat pistachios or cashews or peanuts? And it's this weird cycle that I'm kind of going through in which I don't really know how to manage my own health. I don't know how to manage my addiction to healthy eating. And is it a bad addiction? Is it a good addiction? Should I stay with this addiction? And it's this weird thing where people can't really relate to it who aren't addicts, which is why I think there needs to be a Healthy Eaters Anonymous meeting. Um, before I continue, I just want to say I know my haircut screams just blew up in Iraqi village, but Got to be more specific with your barbers guys got to be as specific as possible bring a picture Do something like that be specific because if you're not specific. This is what happens um, I Don't know man. I, I've been thinking a lot also about how um, how oppositional I am and uh I'm sure you've seen it on the podcast, like, one of the big examples is, fuck your oppression. Like, I, everybody always tells me, oh, you're a, a POC, and all these black people are getting shot and killed, and it's like, I have this weird thing where I don't want to acknowledge the fact that I'm oppressed at all. I don't want to acknowledge the fact that, uh, oh, uh, there is some kind of subconscious bias that uh, I go through, because I've never seen it. And I don't still think it's 100% real, but the reason why I don't think it's real is because of my own shit, my own oppositional defiant disorder, which I think is good for comedians. I think comedians need to be uh, um, oppositional towards authority, otherwise we wouldn't be comedians. We would just work in an office and be the funny guy at the water cooler. It's this weird thing where, as a comedian, I don't know what the solution is and I don't know if there even is a solution or if there should be a solution but anyway I digress I just think that there are more people who think that they couldn't be comedians that should start comedy like I've encouraged at least like 15 people who I know and I've been friends with over periods of time to do comedy because it's it's really anybody that can get into it anybody who has insecure enough that they need hundreds of people to laugh at them at a time can be a stand-up comedian. Which is weird. Because I don't really know... I, I know why I'm doing this. I like making people laugh. I like the attention. But there's something about being a comedian that's just... it. It's so, like... It makes me so insecure because, like... I don't like telling people I'm a comedian, but I end up doing it... All, all the time every time I meet someone it always comes up I, I always say I'm a comedian and it's this weird thing because I'm not really making money off it yet so they're like okay you're a comedian and it's this I don't know how to explain what I'm feeling what I'm saying it's very hard to uh, articulate it to a camera especially knowing that it's gonna be blasted to four people I just don't know how I'm gonna deal with any kind of success or fame or money or kind of stuff like that. Like, I, I'm already already starting to see, like, not success, but, like, 
I'm already kind of starting to see not fame, but things where like people will know it's it's me. People will know me, and I get recognized sometimes. I got recognized a few times, well, like twice in the last few weeks. But still, it's this weird thing where I, I don't know if I want it. I don't know if I want to be able to get recognized. I like just going downtown, fucking drinking a few beers, a few Snapple Spike teas. By the way, Snapple Spike teas. That's what you want. Those are the shit. You can chug them really easily. There's a bunch of sugar in them. But if you just eat, if you don't eat much that day, those hit. Those seriously hit. Eat, drink a few of those. Walk around Toronto shit-faced. Just like stumbling everywhere. Being like, is that child drunk? Everybody's just concerned for that child. Because I'm just a child to people. I'm a child to a lot of people. And even if it's not, oh, is that child drunk? Is, it's, is that alcoholic drunk? Is that guy just having an alcoholic relapse? Because you don't really see people drinking in public. Like, right now in Toronto, they let you drink in public. They let you drink in parks because, you know, you can't really go to, like, a splash pad for your children. So they're like, just give your kid a few shots and just walk around the park and it'll be fine. I don't know, man. It's very uh, it's very hard to deal with being a comedian because I just... Everything's so out of your control. Everything's so, like... You don't really know when you're going to get successful. You don't really know how funny you actually are. You don't really know this. You don't really know that. It's a very hard... Um, I don't know if it's hard to deal with, but it, it is... It puts a strain on you. And I, I was thinking in the shower. I just got out the shower. I just fucking cleaned up. I did all that. Put the cocoa butter on my face. That kind of shit. I was thinking about maybe not even doing this podcast anymore. Because the thing about this podcast is that it's hard to do... It's not even that hard. It's just it's time consuming, and I don't like it very much because it's like I I ever since I started this podcast, I've felt like I don't have anything to say, and I've just been I've had like thirty episodes, including the ones with Taylor, in which we're just saying shit. Um. I've been thinking a lot about um, good comebacks recently, and I think I've found the best one, and the best one is, oh, it's always this with me, it's always that with me. Well, you know what? I want a divorce. I think that's a very good comeback. I, I came across that when I was filming a podcast with Rosina that um, ended up not going because uh, I messed up the audio on it, and it's the whole thing, and it's just, I don't know. I'm starting to get on ADHD medications. I'm starting them tomorrow. And um, I've also been on like bipolar meds, and there's something that I I discovered a few months ago when I was on antibiotics because I had some kind of infection. I don't even remember what it was. Is that pills smell good? Like these pills, pink pills, they smell. There's a good smell to them. I don't know if that's just the fumes and me getting high off the pills without even like crushing them and snorting them. There is something very um. I don't know if attractive is the right word, but I guess attractive is the right word that is associated with pills. I enjoy something about pills. There's something about pills that it makes me feel, it makes me feel like a chic alcoholic. Like alcoholism, if you think about it, fucking having a bottle of wine, fucking swigging it, that's not very chic, but taking pills, pills are chic. I think more people should do pills rather than marijuana or fucking anything else. I had a dream in which I was just like walking through Toronto and every guy was a black guy smoking a blunt. And it was the coolest, 
thing I've ever been through, I've ever imagined. Something about black guys smoking blunts. I wanted to um, I wanted to write this joke about how before I do anything, I confirm with black people, because it's it's like I always confirm with black old ladies, because it's like you think I should you think I should buy this thing, and they're like, eh, you know what, child, child, honey, I tell you the whole thing. There's something about black people who are older, maybe have gray hair, maybe lost a lot of their hair, but they're still holding on to it, as in, like, they're not really shaving it off, that really, like, appeals to me, and I think a lot of people, and I don't know if that's racism, I've been thinking a lot about whether or not racism is including um, liking a certain race, because I, I love the Jews, I have a particular fondness for the Jews, and I don't know if that's racist, I think it's racist if you go, fuck those Chinese people, the Jews are so much better. But I don't think it's necessarily racist if you go, I love the fucking Jews, dude. Those Jews. There's something about that that I can't really put my finger on why it's racist, but I think on some level it kind of is racist. I don't know. Is the audio okay? Is the audio okay? I hope it's good. I hope the audio's working. I feel like a reporter with this. With this fucking... Mr. President, well, what do you think about, what do you think about the Jews? I don't, why, for some reason, um, I was trying to write this joke about how anytime I want to, like, come up with an example of anything or something someone said, it always has to do with the Jews. And we have these Jewish, um, people who rent out the basement at the place I'm staying right now. And, um, and they don't really have any boundaries. The Jews don't have any boundaries. And I think it's because they're white trash. White Jews can be white trash too. They just came. They had pet the dog, and then they had left. And then uh, my dad dad looked at me. and goes, "They don't have any boundaries." And I'm like, "What do you mean? What are they have boundaries about?" And then he's like, "Well, Cheryl, I'll, I'll use that fake name, Cheryl. Um, she came up to me and said, you know what? I need to get these hemorrhoids operated on.' And I'm like, "Those fucking Jews, Dad. Those Jews. I've been telling you about those Jews." And he's like, that's not funny, Musa. But there's something funny about blaming it on the Jews that I can't really put my finger on. There's something funny about saying something you know isn't true, but it's kind of funny. It's like a running joke with yourself. Some about fat people that I hate, and I know I'm not, I'm not the skinniest fella, but there's, I just hate fat people because they always want to claim they're oppressed. Like motherfucker, you ate the cookies. You ate the cookies. Go on a walk, eat an apple, asshole. But yeah, like I said, my uh, addiction has become eating healthy. It just started today, actually. Hopefully it keeps going. But, um... But yeah. Yeah, like I'm getting obsessed with fish and salmon and chicken. I'm gonna stop eating red meat because I'm a crazy person. Somebody who just eats fish or chicken like lemony fish they're so psychopaths there's something so sociopathic about that and i can't really put my finger on why it's sociopathic but it is like it's it's one of those things like i was talking to my sponsor about this we were talking about the concept of sanity and i said to him i can't tell you what's sanity but i can tell you what's insanity it's the same thing with normal you can't really tell someone what's normal but you can tell them what's not normal and it's a 
it's a weird thing because people don't want to accept the fact that there is a normal. People don't want to accept the fact that there is a normal while they have fucking two-tone hair and they have to take their hormones to become the other gender. There's something weird. Like, those, you're not normal, you fucking transgender people. I love you transgender people. I love you, but you're not normal. The same way when, um, when like, people ask, would you rather have a gay son or thought daughter? They're like, well, I want a normal person as a child. Oh, are you saying gay isn't normal? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Being gay isn't normal. What are you going to do now? What are you going to do now? Being gay is not normal. And it's a not normal I support. I'm not normal. I'm bipolar. I'm not normal. But there's something about it that's not normal. I don't, I don't think I can put my finger on why. But I'm going to wrap this up here. 